the most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better America. Breaking news. Breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing, buddy? Terrific. Test vote in the Senate on defunding Planned Parenthood. Yeah, What's that's going to be the big thing later today. The vote's set for uh, 5.30 Eastern time this evening. And uh, I think there will be a majority in the Senate voting to defund Planned Parenthood with the money yeah, it being funneled to other organizations for women's health, but away from Planned Parenthood in the wake of all these videos that have come out. Uh, but I don't think that there are the votes there to get to 60 to avoid this, uh, to overcome this Democratic filibuster. And, and frankly, I think there'll be a couple Republicans actually who will vote against taking up this plan at all. I know Susan Collins of Maine has already said she'll vote no, and I'm just wondering whether there might be a few others as well. So it won't be an overwhelming vote, maybe 52. Uh, we'll have to see exactly what the numbers are. But, uh, yeah, that will be uh, sort of a run aground today in the U.S. Senate as the Democrats obviously can use the rules to block this. There could be other efforts, certainly, by the Republicans. But, again, not only would you have to overcome a, a, a filibuster in the Senate, you'd have to overcome a veto by the president. And certainly, if you can't get the 60, you're not going to get the 67 votes for a veto override. Now, the Planned Parenthood vote, interestingly enough, Herman, comes just before a voters' forum for GOP hopefuls tonight in New Hampshire. The vote's at 5.30. The forum begins at 7 in Manchester. And unless you've got a private jet, you're not going to make it there. So I've been told already that Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, and I would assume Rand Paul and Lindsey Graham would do the same that they'll join that New Hampshire Voters Forum from the C-SPAN studios here in D.C. Right. and be satellited in and not be there in person. Interestingly enough, Donald Trump is, uh, uh, at, uh, said he's not showing up there, so this will be a Trump-less gathering of Republicans tonight up in New Hampshire. Trump-less. That's good, Jamie. Well, I'm now, why, why is Susan Collins going to not vote to defund it? Well, I think, and it won't surprise me, actually, if Lisa Murkowski of Alaska doesn't do the same thing. I, I think there are some Republicans who uh, who feel like that uh, Planned Parenthood, in their minds, does a lot of good other work for women's health, that it's, you know, uh, especially for those who don't have money and can't get to the doctor and can go to an open clinic kind of session, uh, uh, kind of situation, that to them, the, yeah, they don't like the stories that they're hearing, but they don't think that the answer is to cut out the money from under Planned Parenthood's feet. And also, I've seen some uh, stories that say it might even be even more difficult to get rid of most of Planned Parenthood's money because it actually comes through Medicaid and not through uh, direct grants from the Department of Health and Human Services. About a right. half billion dollars a year is what's at stake here. So remember, the Republican Party is not all of one voice when it comes to abortion issues. And uh, while if this were a question of just being for or against abortion, it might be different, uh, there won't be unanimous Republican action on this today. 
But no one has ever quantified this other these other things that they do. They just kind of talk about it in generalities. So. Well, you know, well, no, we'll they do. Um, I think they do. Uh, I, I, I mean, I know they do. They do preventative health services. I know they do uh, cervical and breast cancer screenings. Uh, I think they, uh, you know, do the other women's health kind of general health clinic stuff. So it's not just abortion or anything like that. And I think that's the argument from some on the Republican side that they think that this is a step too far. Now, again, it's a minority. But it's also, you know, you got to remember, you got to have everybody together. And at this point in time, it doesn't look like that's going to happen on the Republican side. So you'll get, I would assume that you're going to get a majority of Republicans. But again, in the Senate, you need more than that. And so I'm not sure they'll get anywhere close to 60 votes tonight. Very good. Well, you've had some uh, yapping about the debate and who makes it and who doesn't and using polls, whether or not that is the right way or the wrong way. Have you heard anybody propose another way to, <laughs> to narrow it down to the starting 10? Um, how about uh, pick them out of a hat? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> how much sense does that make? You know? Yeah, well, I don't think, I, I think it's like picking the teams uh, for the NCAA basketball tournament. There's always going to be some, somebody who's not pleased with who gets chosen uh, if you're not fighting it out on the field directly. Right. So, yeah, at this point in time, we still don't know, Herman, which polls that Fox News is going to use. I would assume they have a poll that's coming out wouldn't you think i mean oh, yeah. you want to take full oh, yeah. advantage of it and either they'll drop that later today or tomorrow and then make their announcement at some point on tuesday but yeah we don't know the polls we don't know uh, which organizations polls will be used it just sort of seems as you look at the numbers the last few days that the way it's shaking out right now i just get the sense that the uh, you know the the main people that'll be in there trump walker bush carson cruz uh, rubio paul huckabee and that's eight and right. then we get down to the 9 and 10 slots. John Kasich seems to have jumped up enough in some of these polls to get him up above maybe even Chris Christie. Uh, and then you have sort of Rick Perry, Bobby Jindal, Rick Santorum, Carly Fiorina, Lindsey Graham. I I'm looking at it right now, and this could change, but sort of the eight, the, the 9, 10 slot is really, to me, between Kasich, Christie, and Perry. That those are the three. Maybe Jindal or Santorum, if they were to get a big bump, but they'd have to get a really big bump in some of these polls. So it, it may sort of, the top ten may be an easy kind of choice here and not be just by, say, one one-hundredth of a point or something like right. that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're one of those others, you, you feel like that you're getting the, the, the forearm shiver here that you shouldn't get, that you deserve to be in the conversation. You'll be at the, the forum at 5 o'clock on Thursday in Cleveland. It'll get you some attention but certainly not as much as the others in the big show. Well, the one thing about them broadcasting the forum from 5 to 6, they have a very large audience from 5 sure. to 6 because of the success of that uh, show called The Five. That's and, true, but you might not as get an, as much national yeah. exposure the next morning. You know, I mean, let's face it. What are the stories going to be about Friday? It's mainly going to be about Trump and how he interacted with the others. If there's any uh, moment of, uh, you know, uh, uh, barbs between Trump and anybody else, that'll take a lot of the oxygen out of that room. So, yeah, it is sort of tough when you, it, it's like that question, Herman, and you heard it when you were running, when are you dropping out? You know, <laughs> when yeah. you're not on the main stage, right. not as much attention is going to follow, and we'll have to see, you know, what CNN said about debate number two, which is in mid-September out at the Reagan Library in California, that they're, in, in a sense, going to have two debates, one for the lower tier, one for the top tier. But again, that, that NCAA, that top tier, is going to get a lot more attention, I think, in the days ahead. So, again, the way I see it right now, 
Casey, Christie, and Perry, sort of the three fighting for the last two spots, but Jindal and Santorum on the edge. If they really bump up, they might have a chance. I'll never forget Candy Crowley of CNN asking me that following the Iowa straw poll, which is not going to happen this year. Uh, they immediately thought that I was going to drop out because I think I came in like fifth in the Iowa straw poll. Well, they figured out that the Iowa straw poll is not a barometer about how things are going to turn out. Yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of the early polls may not be a barometer if we look True. back and we can find that example. But you and I know that uh, the, the opinion surges up and down. We certainly saw that in the GOP race four years ago when you were in it, and I think we're already seeing a little of that right now as well. The one thing I would still say that I do find interesting about the surge for Donald Trump is that it has helped, in my mind at least, it has helped sort of consolidate this race as just Trump, Walker, Bush, and then everybody else. Yeah, I think you're right. Hillary has a new commercial out? Yeah, it's her first one, actually, that they rolled out today. It, it, it's hers talking about her mother and sort of tying that back to her concern for families and working mothers out there and things like that. They're spending $2 million to run the ad in both New Hampshire and Iowa. And also I see that they're even running it up in Burlington, Vermont, which is sort of a hello to Bernie Sanders up there as yeah. well. So uh, it's the opening ad, you know, I wouldn't put too much in it, but I always think it's interesting to see what the the different, you know, what they start with and what they want to get out. It's a very soft kind of ad. And uh, obviously over the weekend, a lot of people were talking about whether or not this uh, trial balloon from Joe Biden and his people, whether this is for real, whether the Veep really is thinking about getting into the race for the White House. I mean, it is getting late. But at the same time, he is the vice president. He has been around. He could certainly get people to start working for him. But still, the Clinton team, with an awful big machine already in place, especially in Iowa and New Hampshire. I think he's going to run. It's in his blood. He's done that all of his life. He's probably evaluating, well, what am I going to do if I don't run? Yeah, what's well, the? I mean, it is right. the last chance, yes. realistically, for yeah. him. He ran in 1988. I remember that one. He ran in 2008 and didn't get very far that year. It, it really would be his last chance, and as the number two, yeah, it, it, you're, you're certainly at, you're, you're yeah. not going to be at any higher point in terms of visibility to run for president than being the current vice president of the United States. Right, so we'll, we'll wait and see. We, we'll wait and see. Uh, president Obama has these new EPA rules coming yeah. out, and that's going to create a fight in Congress. Yeah, he's uh, rolling those out. These don't have to be approved or anything by the Congress. This is under existing authority for the EPA to regulate pollution and clean air. Uh, the Republicans have already really attacked it, arguing that it will st you know, hamper economic growth, it'll cost jobs, it'll make your monthly power bill that much more expensive. Uh, Marco Rubio called it catastrophic yesterday. Scott Walker said today it should be called the president's costly power plan because he said it will cost uh, uh, Americans their jobs and raise their energy rates. The administration has pushed back on that by arguing that in the long run, with increased use of solar and wind power that will reduce the cost by uh, lessening our dependence on coal and natural gas and more. You know, like a lot of these long-term clean air initiatives, Herman, this will not be instituted really during the Obama administration. It will be up to future presidents to determine what to do with it. And again, I, I say that again, it demonstrates the importance of for the Republicans winning the next election, because if they get in, they can turn the keys the other way on this and turn it off. Whereas if the Democrats win, they can keep advancing on this and other clean air efforts. Well, all of the facts have shown that in the short term, wind and solar isn't cost effective and it's not having a big impact. I don't think it's going to happen long term. I just think that they are just pursuing a political agenda on behalf of the uh, environmentalists, and that's it. Before I go, 
have you heard any news about any Democrat debates that have been scheduled? No, it's funny you ask that, because I was going to mention that to you today. It's on my little sheet right here. Nothing has been set yet. I want to say it was Martin O'Malley, I think, again, that put out another release this weekend saying, hey, you know, the Republicans are having these debates. When are we going to have ours? The yeah. DNC had said they wanted to have debates, but, uh, and, and yours truly would like to, I'd like to go cover one of those. I think that'd be, you know, a good thing and, and an interesting story. But no, they have not set anything officially as yet, whether late this year or early next year as we get into Iowa and New Hampshire. I would think there's got to be a Democratic debate in yeah. both Iowa and New Hampshire. The issue is, do you have them beforehand like the Republicans are doing late this year? Well, I'm going to let you go because they probably wouldn't give me a ticket. Herman, so I see I'll this let is, you. I'll let you represent both of that's us. That's the wrong thing one. to say. You can be there on Radio <laughs> Row. I mean, what could be better? You're probably right. Come on. I, I'm not adverse to going. Be a lot of fun. <laughs> just I just have to get some press credentials through you. In Are order you talking? You kidding me? Yeah, you'd be, uh, there'd be, people be all over you, Herman. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Jamie. See you tomorrow, buddy. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. When you're listening to Herman Cain, Herman Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. Yeah, me on Radio Row at a Democrat debate. I need armed security people. Eleven twenty in the Cool Ray Carrier WS. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For ninety dollars more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For hundred and thirty more, you'll be a swole member. And for just three hundred dollars more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.